So here's a little known fact about me. For 15 glorious weeks in college, I actually interned for NASA at the Marshall Space Flight Center in Rocket City, USA, Huntsville, Alabama. Did you study aerospace engineering in undergrad or something? No, no, I was actually an environmental engineer back then too, and I worked on water recycling technology for long-term spaceflight, like the space station or Mars missions. Okay, so last time on What Are You Talking About, we discussed water recycling in urban settings. I guess this was water recycling in a very, very non-urban setting. True, true indeed. This time on What Are You Talking About, water in space. Um, I don't think many people in our audience will get that reference. Lost in Space was canceled in 1968. Um, fair enough. Stay with us. A good place to start is why even recycle water in space? Why not just carry up with you all the water that you would need for your trip? Yeah, and the answer is, at first, we did. Even for the relatively longer missions, like Apollo to the moon, all of the water that was needed went up with the crew. Um, a lot of that water went over the side, too, right? There's that great scene in Apollo 13 where they eject their wastewater and watch it freeze into these sparkling ice crystals and call it Constellation Urion. But this strategy rapidly becomes untenable for long-duration spaceflight, like the months or years needed to go all the way to Mars. It's simply unfeasible to take up that much water. And even for long missions that get resupplied, like the International Space Station, Carrying up water and then discharging the waste into space wouldn't work. Yeah, that's because water is downright inconvenient to carry to space. It's quite heavy, and heavy things are really, really hard to get up into space. Even astronauts who use limited amounts of water for washing and toilet flushing and cooking still consume well over 10 pounds of water per day. At a cost of almost $2,000 per pound, it gets really, really expensive to carry that water up into space. Rocket fuel ain't cheap, y'all. No, no. So better to recycle the water once you've brought it up. But ironically, another big problem with carrying water into space is that it isn't dense enough. Compared to things like metal, water takes up a lot of space on a rocket ship that could be occupied instead by computers, analytical instruments, or heck, even another astronaut. As far as NASA's concerned, the less water you take up, the better. Yeah, plus, maybe the biggest advantage of water recycling is simply security. It's reassuring to have the redundancy of a constant water supply that recycled water provides. Even if a resupply rocket didn't make it up to the space station, for instance, or you lost some water somehow, you'd still have a way to make your drinking water in-house. So now that we know why we would want to recycle our astronauts' water, the question arises, how? The water recycling technologies that we use on Earth, for the most part, are too bulky for a small spacecraft. So NASA uses one of the oldest methods of water recycling there is, distillation. Yeah, they start by collecting water from urine and showers and even the water vapor from the cabin atmosphere. Astronauts do sweat and exhale after all. Yep, 
and they collect all of that water into a big bag that can expand and contract, sort of like a bellows or an accordion. Um, and normally at this point on Earth, you could just boil off the water. Right. But you can't really boil things the same way in space. When you apply a heating element to the water, the water vapor doesn't rise up when it evaporates because there is no up in zero gravity. So the law of density doesn't really apply. Instead, the gas just forms this bubble around the heating element, which insulates it from the liquid water. It's very inefficient and can actually cause fires very bad. Yeah, yeah. Some clever engineer, however, figured out this downright brilliant workaround. They actually take that water and they spray it onto the inside of this spinning drum. And as that drum spins around, the centrifugal force actually pushes it up against the wall, like the Gravitron ride at a carnival. Then you can heat up the walls of the drum, and the evaporating water moves into the middle of the drum. The water vapor then gets blown through a tube to the outside of that drum. And now we get into some serious science here. Heat is a form of energy, and water absorbs a lot of energy when it evaporates. That's why sweat is so effective at cooling you off when you're hot. Precisely. So that evaporating water really cools off the spinning metal drum a lot. And what collects on cold metal? Water condensation, like dewdrops. Wait, 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 wait. So they're using the energy the water absorbs on the inside of the drum to help drive the recondensation of the distilled water vapor on the outside of the drum? Exactly. They're like moving the heat from the inside to the outside of the drum, so it's a very efficient use of energy. So if NASA has this very spatially compact zero-gravity water recycling figured out, what did they need you for? Well, they actually ran into a particular problem. This system that worked so flawlessly with Earthling pee, well, it started to break down when they used it with astronaut pee. Uh, there's a difference? Oh, yeah. So have you heard about how, because of zero gravity, astronauts' bodies start to, like, atrophy in space? Yeah, yeah. Everything physical is so easy in a weightless environment, their muscles and bones start to weaken. That's right. And well, all of that lost bone mass, it has to go somewhere. So astronauts actually pee out their skeleton. As a consequence, astronaut urine has a lot more dissolved minerals in it. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Plus, astronauts are taking a lot of calcium-rich supplements, right, to stave off that bone loss. I'm sure not all of that dietary calcium is going to be taken up into the body. True, true. So that's what got the engineers in trouble when they first started using the system on real astronaut pee then? Exactly. They sent the system up to the space station and were recycling water for a bit, but then all of a sudden all of their plumbing lines got clogged up with these mineral deposits. And that was because they'd optimized the system for earthling pee, but the much more calcium-rich astronaut pee was super saturated with respect to these minerals. So I was helping to re-engineer that system to make it work in space. Gotcha. What was the solution? So basically what we ended up doing was just recycling less water. The mineral salts still got concentrated, but they didn't get concentrated enough to precipitate out. And so when I left, the system stayed intact when it had recovered about 85% of the water. The other 15% of the wastewater and atmospheric condensate was just collected and concentrated into a salty brine. So this is the part of the podcast where we talk about how this technology helps humans on Earth, right? Yes, yes, it is. Um, and I do want to cage this by saying 
Uh, I worked on this stuff when I was a lowly intern 10 years ago, so it's quite possible that NASA has completely updated this technology for orbital water recycling. That's something that I wouldn't even recognize anymore. Fair enough. But as water recycling becomes more common, I can definitely see how technologies for water recycling in space could be really useful, especially the idea of compactness. If you can fit a water recycling system on a spaceship, why not recycle all the water from an apartment complex with a system that fits neatly, say, in the parking garage? Absolutely. I think there's poetry in the idea that by creating technology to serve the needs of a teeny tiny group of people, astronauts, we're actually democratizing innovative water treatments. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. This episode of What Are You Talking About was produced by me, Chelsea Panos. And me, Joe Charbonnet. This podcast is produced in association with Renew It, the NSF's research center on reinventing the nation's urban water infrastructure. Check that out at renewit.org. Please send us your thoughts about this episode at whatareyoutalkingaboutpodcast at gmail.com. This is What Are You Talking About? Stay wet, everyone. So when I was an intern at NASA, we got to go see the last launch of the space shuttle, Discovery. And so probably a dozen of us drove all the way to Cape Canaveral. And the sort of rep for Marshall Space Flight Center, who was there representing all of their operations in Florida, recognized us. And she was like, yo, Alabama interns, just so you know, the people that build the space shuttle main engine are hosting a after party at the Cocoa Beach Hilton, you should totally go. While we're like walking around waiting for the space shuttle launch, I bump into a group of like 30 interns who have made the drive all the way from Houston. So they came from Johnson Space Center to be there. And I recognize some of them because they were at Georgia Tech too. And I was like, yo, after party at the Cocoa Beach Hilton, you should totally show up. And so... After the launch, we're like, we drive to the Cocoa Beach Hilton and like 50 interns come like rolling out into the lobby and we're like, what up? Let's party down. <laughs> it's like all these like people in suits and like astronauts are there. And we're like, let's throw down. You know? <laughs> it was ridiculous. They had a champagne fountain that was actually an ice carving of the space shuttle main engine with a tap at the bottom so that you could pour champagne out of it. And we are just definitely blowing the liquor budget. Right? And like, it gets to the end of the night. The bartender is like, all right, it's last call. What do you want? We have these beers. And I was like, I'll have two Bud Lights. And he's like, no, you don't understand. These two beers I have up on the display are the only beers I have left. We have a Bud Light and a Miller Light. You college students drank all of our liquor. <laughs>
so we kind of the, the interns crashed the after party for the the discovery final launch and and drank all their booze but it was fun <laughs>